0: Right, so today I want to uh, conclude on my message uh, talking about um, love yourself as you uh, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. So today I want to focus on the part of that statement as you love yourself. So the first part of this message I talked about in the different kinds of love. We looked at four different kinds of love. Uh, the second part we looked at who your neighbor is, you know, certain boundaries around your relationship with the people, even though they are Christians. You know, we went into the details of the fact that people, though born again, are still on their journey of transformation. Amen. They are on their journey of transformation. So it's gonna take some time for them to mature. And not everyone will commit themselves or give themselves to the transformation journey. So the fact that someone is a christian does not mean that they can be your best friend because if they don't give themselves to the transformation journey they will not become more like christ amen they will not become more like christ they will not mature and immature believers to a very much extent especially when you give them responsibilities leadership responsibilities they will damage people your standard amen and today we are looking at as thyself as thyself and as i was wrapping up two weeks ago before we had the break last week because of easter i made mention of the fact that how the world loves themselves is not the way the bible demands we love ourselves as believers so love your neighbor as yourself it kind of renders that you love yourself or they, uh, you love yourself to a reasonable level so that you can, before you're able to love other people. I'm, I'm smiling now because I'm about to get into something exciting. Amen. <laughs> and I'm trying to like build my case here. Amen. Loving yourself sets the tone for the relationships you have with other people. Loving yourself sets the tone for the relationships you have with other people. If you don't love yourself to a good level, to a good measure, If you don't love yourself in a very healthy way, you cannot have a good relationship with other people and you cannot love people in a healthy way. So it is important as a pastor to help you guys and anyone who's watching, listening to us online or watching uh, via social, that it is important that Christians understand what it actually means to love yourself the biblical way. Amen to love yourself the biblical way, to to have a healthy relationship with self. And when I'm I'm saying self, I'm not looking at it from a selfish standpoint, but yourself. Because you're a human being. You must always bear in mind that you can't give to other people what you don't have. So if you don't have a good relationship with yourself, you cannot build healthy relationship with other people. You know, this... self-love that we have in the world you know i've i've noticed a kind of a mantra among millennials people of my age and i think i'm seeing the gen z's too talking about self-love and the first time i had the word self-love i had this feeling of <clears throat> selfishness that was the vibes i was getting around it so i tried to look up what the self-love is right we can see it in the bible but we can see that most of the things that the Bible tells us, the world will distort. The devil has nothing good to give. If you will hear the truth, if you will know the truth, the truth is in the word of God. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to me but by the Father. It's only in Christ. It's only in the Bible. It's only in the word of God we can find the truth. And I spent a considerable n- number of time, hours online, reading articles and blogs about self-love. And I can tell you there were so much issues, uh, uh, in, uh, so, many, so many shortcomings with how the world perceives self-love. And so it goes back to the fact that it's only in Christ you can really understand uh, or to see a healthy way to love yourself. Amen. Many people blur the lines between self, between self-love, the God way, and selfishness. What many people consider to be self-love is selfishness, right? And I think I have, um, I have, I have a picture of uh, some, uh, some kind of um, expression of self-love that some people have there. You know, when people are talking about loving themselves, I, uh, you get to smile because you know you are guilty of it, right? So, <laughs> so don't try to hold that smile back. You know, you know the way you handle your mobile phone, right? i see you guys on instagram i see you and you are twisting your neck and twisting your leg you know like the, like like a christmas turkey amen <laughs> and and then nodding your head and dancing to your music and each time i go online and i see people you know um you know holding their phone right in front of them yeah holding their phone in front of them you can tell i don't know how to do these things with their mouth with their lips pointing out a pattern i call it pattern i'm like seriously both guys and girls ministers of the gospel i'm thinking is everything all right with us do we need some medical attention amen you're parting your leaves and on social and you're my friend or you follow me or i follow you let me touch on something a, bit, a little bit sensitive here yeah. i know i have I, I have more people follow me than i follow people back now yes nobody should take a passing i don't follow you back if i look on your profile and i think based on what i do you have what i what i need I'll follow you back. I'm a pastor. So a lot of people will follow me more than I follow people because I have stuff that people are looking for. I'm a pastor. I'm a preacher. I do love the word of God, the word of life. Now, I may not really be a social person in the sense that I come on social to kind of really make friends. To to a degree, I'm on social. Yeah, I have a few friends, but on social to a very much extent to dispose the word of God. Amen. To dispense the word of God, to transform, people. to change people. Right. So if that offends someone, um, I don't want to really say apologies, but that is what I come to do on social to bless people. I can socialize a little bit, but that's it. So I've realized that people follow me, expecting to follow them back. And if I, if, I, if I don't follow them back in one or two days, they don't follow me. Congratulations. You follow people not to follow you back. But if you think what they have is worthy of paying attention to or learning or useful to you, you follow them. When the world have a perception of self-love which is focused on self selfishness how i feel you can see that in the picture that uh, we had on screen earlier someone hugging themselves i love myself oh someone that deceived you amen uh, so as a result many people tend to prioritize their needs over anybody else's needs no matter what it costs the other person that's how the world tends to see self-love. Now, let me try to divide this a little bit. Now, psychologists would tell you that, you know, look after yourself, look after, your, you know, uh, they, they tend to bring so, some healthy, kind of healthy balance here, but it he, he, he does not have the side of Christ in it because you can love yourself, care for yourself, you can prioritize other people's needs to a degree, but what to what extent to in what context are we prioritizing other people's needs in looking at how psychologists tend to tell you to prioritize other people's needs and not just your need not to prioritize your need at the cost of other people so what i'm trying to call out here is is what does god want you to do in the life of people amen what does god want you to do in the life of people so when you want to self-love in the world's healthy way what are you putting into consideration for other people? Amen so these are kind of deep questions for, for many believers to go back home and think about themselves. You know and this connects with what I've been teaching, what I started teaching in, in January, uh, purpose, what God has called you to do, your primary purpose, because you can love yourself, be so self-focused or. You love other people, but not thinking or focusing on what God has called you to do in other people's lives. Does it make sense? So even if you follow the world's way of the hell, the world's healthy way of self-love, you must bear in mind that you need to put Christ, God's purpose, in perspective. Because one of the ways you can you you can love other people is by pursuing what God has called you to do. Amen. It's by pursuing what God has called you to do, coming out of your comfort zone. So there are degrees of selfishness in this world. So there, there, there are some that are outrightly costly and harm others. And there are other ones, which I'm just trying to kind of explain to us, that they don't seem to be harming others, but they are because you're not fulfilling, your, you're not playing the part God wants you to play in their lives. Or you are not doing in their lives what god wants you to do or how he wants you to do it so it's the reason why no one can say that their actions will take them to heaven because no matter how much you think you are good you still have a lot of shortcomings you haven't just seen them so ministers of the gospel should never condemn people for whatever inadequacies they see in their life or say, because you have this, because you do this, you go to hell. Because many men of God have not gotten to where I am now when it comes to not living a selfish life, not, treat, not uh, practicing preferential treatment, favoritism. So, um, and the many errors I'm working in right now, which I may not see, I do not see. But with, the more I walk with Christ, the more I realize this. And I can go on and on and on I'm trying to lay this foundation. But what I'm trying to say to you guys is, this, is the fact that there's self-love that is, fo- that is totally selfish, focused on self, not thinking about what it will cost other people. And there's also a self-love that, you know, it just focuses on, you know, being nice to people, but taking out Christ. The Bible says to us in the book of St. Corinthians Chapter 5, from verse 14, He said, Jesus died for us and we who Jesus died for should no longer live for ourselves, but for Christ who gave himself for us. 2 Corinthians 5, 14, I'll read to verse 17. And I'll read from the NIV. It says, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. So from now on we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, is a new creation. The new creation has come; the old has gone. The new is here. And New King James renders it: If any man be in Christ, a new creation. All things are passed away, and all things become new. Amen. So let's get those two, three categories right. One, self-love, so self, uh, selfish, un- ungodly just the devil's nature. And second part of it is the world's way of healthy self-love, you know, which seems to consider other people have good relationship with yourself, but does not have Christ in it. Amen. That kind of self-love defines its own purpose and its own reason for existence based on psychologists and, and, and good people's perspective. And there's a self-love which is Christ-centered, Christ-focused, like I said, self-love sets the tone of your relationship with other people. And you, if you practice the God kind of self-love, which is non-toxic, outrightly non-toxic, right? You will, be, you will have a healthy relationship with Jesus. And of, of the abundance of that healthy relationship you have with Jesus, you can love other people. Amen. So I'm going to just try to you know, put this together and make it more... Uh, practical and a more relevant to our everyday uh, life, amen. So, what is self-love? So, I define it this way: loving yourself the God way, right? Loving yourself the God way, or accepting fully who God says you are, and having regard for your well-being and happiness. Now, that well-being and happiness is where people go crazy. That's what people want. Many people want to hear, amen. But I always give you Christ. So self-love, I'm just looking at the concept behind it based on my own understanding, right? Is loving yourself the God way, not the world way, the world's way. And when, when I talk about world, I'm talking about ungodliness. I'm talking about what celebrities, ungodly celebrities teach you about how to love yourself. Many of whom are in, in, in terrible relationships and, mental, and state of mental health. And I'm not trying to trust those or condemn them but I'm trying to say to you that you can't always go by what people tell you. Amen. You can't always go by the the, the image people choose to show you of themselves or the perception they want you to have of themselves. Amen. I'm raising this church, I'm raising the members of this church to not think of what people think of you, but to be realistic and honest with yourself. Who am I becoming? who am i when no one is watching so the true state of your character is, refl- is it can be defined or determined by what you do when no one is watching you can come to church on sunday and you know try to look nice or pastor and you know try to be a very nice person you know try to that kind of stuff but that's not tr- that's not a true measure the true measure of your character the true measure of your character are the things you say the things you do when no one's watching so if you want to be able to tell if you're a sound or a true Christian at all, and when I say true Christian, I'm not talking about your salvation. I'm talking about a Christian who is a disciple of Jesus, following the concept and the precept of Jesus. It is more about the things you do when no one is watching. It's more about your motive that no, one, no human being can see but God. I think when we all start learning to think about God and you know just having a good relationship with God and living a life that pleases God, I think many of us will be will grow quicker because we are not we are not we are not looking for a human beings to impress. we just want to want to want to live our life, like Paul said in St. Corinthians, we just want to live a life that pleases God. Praise God. Right, so it's about self-love is loving yourself the God way. You know, accepting fully who God says you are. And that's about joining uh, in the Transformers Church. That journey of accepting that we are who God says we are. And this is kind of a war because the world and our upbringing and our mind and our flesh will tell us otherwise. So the real battle of the believer is not really a spiritual one to some extent is a is a mind one because the because god has delivered us from the power and the dominion of darkness i thought that last week sunday we're talking about the resurrection and the devil does not want us to walk in the reality of the power of the deliverance of the freedom that god has given to us so it will put away anything possible to deceive us amen so that we will not accept because Whatever name you answer to will define the outlook of your life. What will you become? So the enemy will try to give you labels to comply to, to accept as normal. We try to give you all manner of labels because the label you accept is who you become. So the battle really for the believer in the 21st in this time and age is a mind battle. Because what goes in your mind is what drives your life. What you allow in your mind that goes into your subconscious mind is what drives your life. So that's why you you need to always have your remote control when you turn on the TV. You need to train your hands to to swipe when you are on your mobile devices. You know, one of my mantra is this. If it has to do with a woman, I'm not interested. So as I go on social, what's on my mind is if it has to do with a woman, I'm not interested. You may say, Am I being sexist? No. Because I know certain social media platforms I'm on, like TikTok, I know what the majority of the women there do. And when I say if it has to do with a woman, I'm not interested, is because what I actually mean is this if a woman, if, if I stumble on a picture or a video and the person's trying to, you know, draw my attention probably to their boobs or something i'm not interested but if it's about christ i'm interested if i stumble on your picture i stumble on your video and the first thing i hear is jesus or something that has to do with christ i'm interested whether you're a male or a female but if you're a woman and you're trying to you know appeal to my to my sexual my sexuality in a sense to draw my attention i'm not interested amen so because i know that the battle is a mind battle and what I entertain, what I focus on, my, now, whatever I focus on or the direction I focus will determine the direction I will channel my energy. So our energy goes in the direction of our focus. So if you focus on the wrong thing, feel the ungodly thing, our emotions, our energy will go in that direction and, and we produce more of that. We, we, we attracted more to those things. Amen. So the battle of the believer in this day and age is more of, a, of the mind battle. Because spiritually, you have authority in Christ Jesus to overpower the devil. The enemy will want you not to, be, not to believe that the word of God will walk. So you put doubt in your mind, give you a wrong picture, so that you think otherwise. And I can show you from ta- over and over and over in the Bible, for the believer, the battle is really the mind battle if a dead person was brought in front of you and you were asked to pray for the person to raise the dead many of us will feel unworthy why what we think of ourselves but if we think of christ being able to raise that pos- that dead through us we will not hold back or be afraid so it's still a mind battle amen so um Self-love means accepting fully who God says you are and having regard for your well-being. So I, what I've tried to, to unpack a little bit there is accepting who God says you are. But you have to give yourself to the study, to, the, to meditation, to discovering who God says you are. Amen. And having regard for your well-being and happiness. And this also applies to pastors. You know, We bless people. We won't believe who God says he are, but we don't look after our well-being. We don't look after ourselves. We don't replenish. Many people have given themselves to giving, 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 blessing, blessing, blessing people, but don't look after themselves. And if you want to really be able to love your neighbor as yourself, you got to look after yourself because you cannot give what you don't have. Amen. So self-love is a selfless act that involves having a good relationship with yourself. Do you know what that means for young people, myself, all of us? You know, being able to be by yourself at home, and be comfortable, not bored, not feel like something is missing in your life. Hey Amen. I can see how it's going. Hey Amen. I can see how it's going left, right, and center. People are communicating. Hey Amen. No, no, no. You, you know, I used to feel bored at some point, you know, and um, Andrew Mac would say things like, you know, you're a believer, you should not be bored. I'm thinking, hey, okay, and I'm, tra- I'm not saying that, I'm not talking about boredom in the workplace where they are forcing you to do a job you don't want to do. Right. I've been there. I've been there whereby I do a, a, a task of, I completed a task of uh, that was meant to take me 15 minutes in one hour because it was boring. So I look at the task. I'll take a few steps, a few clicks. I stand up because I'm like, what's this? <laughs> Amen. So I have a, I, I can relate to, so you know, we, 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 we have, um, we have similarity in that area. Well, I guess because I'm quite senior. And when you give me an admin task, I mean, I just struggle. I struggle with admin tasks. Right, because I'm more strategic in my thinking and stuff like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, it's being ha- able to have a good relationship with yourself. If all your friends leave you today, your life should not crash. Amen. I can see, I can, I'm, I'm spe- as I'm speaking, I'm, I'm expecting some hallelujah from some people wearing a camouflage um, dress in the house. Amen. You know, you, you, your life should not fall apart like a $2 suitcase, like Androma would say. You know, there's some two, there are some suitcases that don't take them to Nigeria don't take them on the flight to Nigeria because they will not arrive at your destination with you intact you know when you are travelling when you are travelling within Europe they can they still handle your suitcase, your luggage you know, with care to so a degree but in Nigeria ha, particularly here, Nigerian Airways they say exist I remember myself and, I, and Jolene, we're, we're going to visit. Um, we're going to visit our parents. So we moved from one part of Nigeria to another part. Our suitcase was new. We took time to buy this brand new suitcase. It was kind of leather and um, an upholstered and suitcase. <sighs> so we got on the flight. And, you know, we checked in and we got on the flight. We, te- no, the fl- the flight was about um, I think half an hour, half an hour for five for five minutes there about. So, we landed and um, the suitcase was were, were brought out. I could not recognize our suitcase. I was, just, I was standing there looking for the suitcase. Then everybody took all of their suitcases and left. I said, no. Our suitcase has not arrived. <sighs> okay, okay, let, let me risk it. Let me just go and check. Let me just check. But it cannot be. Because the suitcase got on the flight looking new came out black and this suitcase was brown in color like light brown but it came out black i was like lord what is this who did this to us who did we offend amen so there's some when you go when you're going to nigeria there's some suitcase we don't carry even though that was expensive right they still mess it up but there's some suits you know if i bought a two dollar suitcase will pack Opa- 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 our clothes with our hands Amen So because your friend left you so your life just scatter No, you don't have a good relationship with self Amen You should be able to go for a stroll by yourself and be happy with yourself Amen That your abusive, controlling, manipulative friend you should be able to kick them out of your life because you have a good relationship with yourself. because the foundation of your of your the foundation of your of your life is Christ. You've learned how to have an intimate relationship with Christ, whereby if the world turns against you, you're good. Now, not that you make the world hate you, make people hate you, but you just don't compromise you on your values, godly values, because you want to be accepted or you want to feel validated from external people. That's not the God way of loving yourself. Loving yourself, the God way, it's not seeking validation from external forces. No, that's the worldly way of loving yourself. And if you're seeking validation from people who don't even know how to love themselves, you're in problem. Because what you're getting from them or what you get from them is fake. It may seem difficult, but it's not that difficult. It takes practice. Amen. So, uh, those are the kind of concepts I have for self-love. And I want to look at it from a toxic point of view. Now, I've touched on it, but I want to label the worldly way of loving yourself toxic so that it can ring a bell in our mind when we begin to practice it or when people come around us and they practice it. Because I realize that labels are very quite powerful. So, toxic self-love. So, toxic self-love, you know, is when you think uh, when you think self-love means doing what feels right to you, even if it costs other people. So what what that I means is this. You put yourself first, no matter the cost to other people, your parents, your siblings, it's about you, how you feel. It's toxic. See, It's not only damaging to other people, it, it destroys you. It ruins your health, your sanity. It's killing you. It's interesting how spiritual things work, how things work spiritually. Many times we don't understand that these things are spiritual. When you love yourself, when you want to get whatever you want to get, no matter what it costs other people, it is it damages, it destroys you. It drives deeper into your soul, the insecurity, the low the, or the poor self-esteem. And God has not called you to bondage. God has called you to freedom. Amen. Every evil thing we'll do, every ungodly thing we'll do, we don't only hurt other people we drive that thing deeper into our soul so even we are much more miserable than the people we are trying to make miserable i can tell you from practical from personal experience so whatever you sow the bible says you will reap so if you are sowing selfishness into people's lives controlling people ruling people depriving people of what belongs to them and things like that you are so you are reaping much more you are becoming more of a horrible person than the other person you are trying to hurt or harm amen mm-hmm. i have um some relatives that are into financial competition with myself and my wife when it comes to finance and stuff like that it took us a while for us to remit to it actually notice it and um you know i was ha- i was in the shower one day and Lord was opening my heart, saying what well, they may have all the money have much more money than you but they would be one of the most miserable people because it's about competition. It's about beating you people. But the essence of life is not about how much money you have. Because, all the world do I need? I just need enough. I just want to live nine to five. That's my own. I get to me. And I ensure that I live in a house that I built for myself, have enough money to do ministry. That's, that's my goal when it comes to finances. Have enough money to do ministry, to give. If I, if I see any need that the Lord wants me to meet, I want to ensure that I am able to easily and readily meet it. So other people have much more money than me, but that doesn't mean that they're happy or they're healthy. So I should not look at other people. I should not allow myself to be deceived or get distracted by the competition because, I mean, people compete with me when it comes to finance. I'm like, these people, like for instance, like I said, they may be competing with me with their own mind and things like that, but what are they becoming? What what are they becoming? Miserable. I I don't want to join them. I don't want to be like them. Amen. So let's carry on. Uh, so toxic love, right? So, I also said if you if your self love disregards other people's feelings, is dishonest, is narcissistic, then it is a toxic self love. If it dis- disregards other people, it doesn't care, it is evil love. It's not love. It is it is wickedness. And when I say narcissistic, I mean it's it's unreasonable in you know it's only focused about its own importance i get to me and we do everything to to get attention from other people it's about their own importance you know how i, write it, how I wrote this in my notes a person with narcissistic traits has unreasonably unreasonably reasonably high sense of their own importance doesn't make sense right they need and seek too much attention and want people to admire them they control people. They want they they literally, indirectly force people to to admire them. They force people's attention in a sense. I know there's a lot of things on media about narcissistic, narcissistic, narcissistic. Many people who are claiming some other people are narcissistic are actually narcissistic themselves because they are trying to <laughs> they are trying to get other people's attention and elevate their own importance. That's why they're talking about narcissistic people. So. What a trait of this self-love is when um, it doesn't regard cost to other people, you know, it violates boundaries, entertains and practices negative communication patterns, disrespectful behaviors, all in the name of I love myself. This is my life, this is how I like it. These are evil practices. When I read some people's story, I see a lot of this um, a lot of this attitude, attributes in these people. And the label is under self-love. I said, No, it's not self-love. It's not self-love the God way. Maybe in their own eyes, self-love the, it's the self-love, but it's not the God way. As a Christian, you don't love yourself like the, the way the world does. So when you think it's, it's about always feeling good about yourself, instead of continuous appreciation of who you are in Christ, it's about your feelings. I'm talking about toxic uh, self-love here. Yeah. It's always about feeling good. So the day you don't feel good, you think you're not loving yourself. No, that's not right. There are some days that you should reflect and you should be sober and ask yourself that you no, know, or, or correct yourself like, you know, what I did there was stupid. So it's not about always feeling excited and you're raving, you're shouting, you're screaming. No, there should be some times of deep reflection in your life. So if you've been taught that self-love is about always feeling good, and they should not have some time to reflect and to think, it's toxic. Because you will never get to really see the reality of life and think about the direction of your life. The times I really invest in myself and I think about my life are not the times that I feel good. I'm, I don't, I'm not feeling sad. I don't feel sad either. But you know, I, I tend to put my life in proper perspective and to be objective and ask myself questions. Amen. So don't live for feelings. Don't live for feel good. Don't be depressed or sad or, being, or, or anxious. But at the same time, you know, you should be able to reflect and think about your life. Amen. So if you think you have to always feel good, feel good, feel good, that no matter what it is, it's toxic. It's, it's ruining you. One of the reasons why many of us Christians are not self-aware, we are not mindful or conscious of our, of our character, is because we've, we, it's about how we feel. We go to churches about how you feel. The man of God preached and the power of God came. You can feel the presence of God. You know, you are, you are ministering. The power of the egos came upon you. You ministered the gift of the Spirit and it felt so good. Many of the people who manifest spiritual gifts lack character that I, that, I, that I know. That I really know. They lack some serious... Their character is too faulty too damaging that some people I don't pray that we sit down together again for the rest of my life except the change. And I mean it. I'm talking about people who are tongue-talking Christians. Amen. And I'm not trying to condemn my brothers and sisters in Christ. But if it's all about how you feel, your perspective, how you see it, you're going to destroy people. It's not about you. It's about Christ. Hence, I subdivided self-love into three. Even though what I have in my notes is two. So everything I said in terms of the uh, third one, I didn't plan it. It wasn't my script. It was when I opened my mouth that started coming out. I didn't plan it. It's not about you. It's about Christ. So another trait of uh, toxic self-love is overindulgence in substances such as food and alcohol and only kind of stuff. Sweet donut. I love myself. So I'm going to eat this ice cream till Jesus come. I don't care what anybody feels. is my body. You're killing yourself. You would die young. It's not a cross. It's the truth. And I don't care what anybody thinks. I'm just going to eat and soak up. I'm just going to because I love myself. You will die very quickly. Amen. It's toxic because it's so focused on you and how you want to how you choose to feel. Amen. Our feelings most of the time are not um, a true judge of character or reality. Amen. My time is almost up. I can't say too much about that. Another trait of um, toxic self-love is avoiding responsibilities. For instance, your financial responsibilities. Yeah, you buy any and everything possible. And I was told about him. a lady was t- so speaking to one of our relatives and she said, I don't stress myself at all. Baby, you remember that one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't stress myself at all. I use my credit card, I buy whatever I want to buy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So in order not to stress herself at all, she blows her credit card. Now you see this person you think they are rich because they have all the personal effects. It's debt. I get me. So our, our happiness should not come from things. I've studied millionaires and a few billionaires, and they will all tell you that true happiness does not come from things. Things don't make you happy. Now it's good for us to be rich, have enough to look after ourselves, give and do stuff, come out of nine to five. <laughs> Nine to 95 rats race when i say rats race what i what i mean there is that you know you are working to make to, to make hands meet not that you are working in a career as a profession that's what i mean right we should do everything to ensure that we're financially free that we work because we choose to work not because we have to i mean do a job sorry let me rephrase that we we, we, we go to our workplace because we, we, we want to work we want to do that work not doing a job we are not we are not wired for because we have to make hands. I mean, so we should all come out of this, this, um, this comforting lifestyle. You know, doing a job that does not, that's not fulfilling, satisfying is not good to the health. And I'm talking to myself as well. So we should do everything to get out of those things. But what I'm trying to say to you that accumulation of wealth does not make you happy. Amen. Many rich people, because of the void in their heart and the emptiness in their heart, they go into drugs and all kind of stuff. Celebrities that the young people follow. And I had about one yesterday, you know, very, very, huge following among young people, but she opened up that she's been into drugs. Praise the Lord. So some of some people, some young people think they are poor, things are not working for them because their parents are not as rich as things. No, no, no. You don't understand the value of happiness. I've seen a few people who don't have, quite a number of people who don't have much material uh, effect and they are so happy. Amen. Praise the Lord. But usually they are natives of that country. Amen. Uh, I will not say too much about that. Amen. (laughs) So a mindset that tells you that you don't need to change. That everybody around you is a problem and they need to change to fit your own lifestyle. You have a problem. Because of self-love. So anything that challenges you, that will make you feel uncomfortable, that will that is meant to help you grow. Because it brings some level of discomfort. You said, no, 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 I love myself. No, no, I'm not going to go through that. No, 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 I, I don't want trouble. I don't want problem. No, 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 no. It's toxic. You will not grow. You will not fulfill God's plan and purpose for your life. You will not help people. Amen. So please play the message again and um, remind yourself of this um, stuff. I have to run quick, very quickly now. Now, why people don't love themselves the god kind of way one they estimate themselves after the flesh i'm going to rush through this when i say estimate themselves after the flesh they judge themselves based on what they have how they look they look at their inadequacies from the worldly point of view from the human standpoint they don't look at what god says they have so as long as a person is looking at themselves based from a human standpoint in you know, a relative or in comparison with other people you would you would always be miserable so if you comparison they say is a stiller of joy is a stiller of happiness amen so many people many young people who are, who are unhappy s- depressive and full of anxiety check them properly they don't have any mental problem all those mental health no 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 many of them is comparison with another friend and young people listen to me carefully your other friend what they have when it comes to personal effect they didn't buy it by themselves so don't put your parents under unnecessary pressure I don't even know how they got the money to buy it and you don't know whether they're actually changing or they bought those things with stolen money which they pick up from a corner where they hid them before they come to school so never look at other people what they are doing what you know it ain't your business Sit down to define what you want to do with your life. What, it, what does God want you to do with your life? So looking at what somebody else has, looking at what you don't have, you are not as tall as this. Seriously? When God looks down and looks at, look at us, he does not see color. When you say, God, I'm, I'm too black, God is thinking, I should do a meme on this on social. God is thinking, I don't understand. He looks at your record. It's, I can't remember, you know, I can't remember defining you based on your skin color. He said, no, I'm too short. No, I'm not pretty. I said, I don't understand because all I can see is Jesus Christ. Can you just go back to our mind? We are not thinking. We have not been properly educated about who we are in Christ Jesus. Amen. So uh, you, can get, get more, you can get the scriptural verse for, for that in uh, Second Corinthians 5, verse 16 says, So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view, as believers, we don't measure each other from a worldly point of view, from a carnal point of view, from a physical point of view. No, you know, Mrs. T is not a nurse that goes to church. No, she's a child of God who practices nothing. Tunde Cole is not I'm not Tunde Cole is not pastor, Tunde Cole. No, Tunde Cole is a child of God who is called to pastor. My ministry, my ministerial calling is not my identity. Because God can shift the grounds tomorrow and ask him to do something else. Does that mean my life is over? So I'm not I'm not a pastor from an identity point of view. I'm a pastor from a calling and responsibility point of view. So when we begin to use him, you know, life, achievement, accomplishment, duties to to measure our own life, we'll be so unhappy, and we can't we can't have a healthy relationship with self. Don't forget. The, the foundation, the the the, the premise of self love is having a healthy relationship with yourself in Christ Jesus. Amen. So when you have tra- when you have traits that other people don't have, you because you have a shortcoming in something, you are not as good in your academics or in one subject, and then you start feeling miserable. This is not right. So when you the, the summary is this: if, when you come, when you if you keep comparing yourself with other people and looking at and you know. people, you admire them and focus on things that you do not have and you are so kind of thinking you wish you had that you cannot have a healthy relationship with self because you will not be able to see your strength. Why don't you focus on your strength and see how you can be, you can, you can embrace your own uniqueness. Very good at it. So you can't have all the, you can't be an expert in all the giftings of life. We need one another to help one another to advance the cause of the gospel and to do life together. So, people should not be competing with each other, but supporting one another to grow. Hence, I had to pull out of a relationship where I realized that, no, 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 no. This person, this man of God, this woman of God, they're not helping me. They're not helping me grow. Is that a competition or they pull me down? No, I don't want this. Because I'm not growing. I'm not advancing what God has called me to do. Amen. I also want to add that if you have, if if you keep company with people who pull you down, you can't have a healthy relationship with self. You can't. If your friends are people who pull you down, you can't have healthy relationships with them because most of the time, what they'll be casting on you is the image that they see of you based on their own weaknesses. And whether you like it or not, if there are people that you are vulnerable with, or people you respect a lot, or people you are soft around, they will rub off on you. You will take on what they project on you very easily. So as I come, as I bring this to a close, to Grow and develop the self-love, the God kind of way, and not grow in toxic self-love, right? You need to settle yourself down and reassure yourself that you are who God says you are. You need to go open your Bible, start studying and praying to find out who God says you are. And reassure yourself from time to time that I'm not how I feel. I'm not what my I'm not who my friends say I am. I am who God says I am. Right. You need to journal these affirmations and let them become your best friend. Don't confess you are who God says you are on Monday and you don't pick up your confession again until after five months. You'll be so surprised that you are forgotten. You don't even know that you will not even remember that God, God said anything, any such thing about you. And learn to be honest with yourself. See, one of the things that helped me to where I am today, that helped me to be kind of self-aware to a very much extent, I'm very honest with myself. Learn to be very honest with yourselves. You are a human being. You are not perfect. You will make mistakes. You have vulnerabilities. So don't try to carry yourself as a macho man when you know that you have shortcomings in certain areas. You know you are weak around certain friends. Don't try to make them your best friend. If you have if ever had alcohol issues, drinkers should not be your best friend. Be honest with yourself. Else, you do what you don't want to do. You feel more disgusted in yourself. You feel disappointed in yourself. You realize you're not having a good relationship with yourself and you are hurting other people. You are trying to force other people to become miserable like you. The same misery likes company. Be honest with yourself. So, God's confession, what, I mean, confession, what who God says you are, yourself, be honest. So, don't, don't put up a facade, don't put up an image. Be honest. Now, I'm not saying you should label yourself with your shortcomings, but I cannot let them. As a guy, you know you have some lost ages with women. Then you should not be, you should not, you should not visit women in their homes by yourself until you had grown that lost, until you mature. And I'm not saying that you should embrace that as your identity and keep embracing it. So each one of us should learn to be ourselves. And also part of being honest with yourself is because you are not perfect, because you're a human being, you know, make room for yourself to grow, to learn and to grow. If the people around you are much better than you in something you do and they cast you down, they walk over you, they disgrace you, they treat you like a piece of trash, they should not come out of them. You don't need them in your life. They are not doing you any good. They are trashing you. So why are you still with them? It shows that you don't have value or regard for your own life. I know I have best friends that I'm speaking to you. And I don't, I'm not looking for one. Like I've said to people, I've just spent some thousands of pounds investing in materials for my own personal development and growth. Because I've seen how much work is needed in my own life to be done. So I don't want somebody, someone coming to waste my time. Oh, how are you doing? Ah, look at my new haircut. Are you serious? Can you see my haircut? Can you see this? Can you see that? Seriously? In a grand scheme of things. I'm not saying we should not have fun and stuff like that, but if all you only bring to me is to comment about my wife, what my wife does, and uh, one picture, some, 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 some ridiculous thing that some people around me back in the day used to say. I'm like, Lord Jesus, this doesn't make sense. This person, they only come around when they want to play. And they actually say, one, one person actually said it. He said, you know what? You know, you've made me to think that, you know, anytime I think about it, what I think is work. But sometimes when I finish from work, I just want to play. I'm thinking... You have, you, in my mind, I was thinking, you've accomplished this, you accomplished, you've accomplished this. You, you have never come to me to think, say, Tony, how are you going to, how can I help you to accomplish this? You've never asked me. So you tell me that the only time you come around is when you want to play. And you are saying it and you're not even thinking. Now, if you allow such people in your life, right, and you are playing with them, now, when they want to be serious, I want to get things so you never see them and you can't reach them. You will, ne- you will never see them, you can't reach them. You will message them, they will not reply. But when they want to play, that's when they want to come to you. Place value on your own life. Do something with your own life too. So when they want to reach you, they can't reach you. People should be in your life to help you become who God has called you to be. Should be adding value to your life. Not wasting your time and your life. You You want me to be more honest with you? You then realize that in three years time, they've accomplished a lot because the time they are not playing with you, they are doing something tangible with your life. And the time you are supposed to be doing something tangible with your life, they are playing with you. You are going out. You are going to Dubai. You are in there. You are there. You are there with them. When they want to go on holiday, they will, they will try to get you to go on holiday with them. And when the, you are back on holiday, they are back into your own place. You've disrupted all your plans. Are we... Friends, are we thinking? You're disappointed in yourself because you did something you know you're not supposed to do because you want to please them. Ah! We must wake up. We must wake up. See, there's no offense. There's no hard feelings. It's placing value on your own life. Now, when I started getting serious with my life, one of such people started getting so upset and angry with me. He said, you don't check on me anymore. I'm like, you're, you're not serious. They got into conversation conversation with my wife. They said, even people know that I'm not, I'm not available. I'm very busy. And people chase me. I said, in my mind, I was thinking, one of the most irresponsible people I've ever seen in my life. And you're saying with confidence. Are you are you thinking? Because they thought I, was, I used to still be stupid the way I was, whereby you call me on the phone and nobody number of people delight in They'll call you on the phone. Let's go here. You stop where you're doing. You follow them. You are not serious. I'm using strong words this morning so that we can understand how bad this thing is and we can see why we are not really happy with ourselves because we are living our life to impress and to please other people at the detriment of our own health, our life and our own purpose. It's wrong. So if you want to really, really have good relationship with self, you start with yourself. Let me let me let me flash that um, that image, guys. Today is going to be one hour. So that's why we we'll, we'll enjoy it. Amen. Yes. Now, yeah, that's one. Yeah. So when a flight attendant is pronouncing the emergency, what do you call it Emergency protocols. Who should wear the mask first? You. If you don't have a good relationship with yourself, if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after other people. So as many people listening to me or watching me today, if you think you are doing well because you're all over the place for the world and you're not taking some time out for yourself, you are dying. Amen. Now, if there was an oxygen or hair problem in the cabin, in the plane, right? And you are trying to even help your child before you. Because you are struggling with hair, you can't help the child. Both of you will just pass out. But when you put on the oxy oxygen mask first, then you can breathe properly and easily help a child. Looking after yourself is not, and prioritizing yourself is not. I mean, it's it's it is a mandatory. If you don't want to be full of regret and disappointment, that people that you helped did not show up for you. You better prioritize your life too. And give support and help to people to a reasonable level. So be self-aware, have conscious knowledge of your own character and feelings. Document the reality of your life. Where you have weaknesses, write it down. Where you have strength, write it down. Don't ignore them. Write it down. Amen. When I used to have lost issues with women, that's you know, I and any find any pretty face that, that goes by, I want to lose the second time. I had to document Come, I need to work on this because in many years to come, I'm going to be married and I don't want to be unfaithful to my wife. So we got to work on this. We got to find out what makes me think this way or what makes me think this is good or okay. And we got to reverse it. And I started to work. Amen. Finally, learn to mind your own business. Learn to mind your own business. Go figure out what God wants to do through you, what He's called you to do, and devote your life to becoming that person. Find out the people He wants you to help, find out the people He wants in your life. Take out the one that He does not want in your life. Amen. I'm expecting this video to on YouTube to have like 1 million views from the church members. Oh not from outsiders so you watch over and over and over and over amen mind your business many of the things i've shared with us today many of them come from personal experience the word of god and as i said i did a lot of work on this because i had to take my time to see what what is the word offering you guys when it comes to self-love psychologists and the rest and what's missing because there will always be something missing there amen so time will not allow me to go back to do a recap but I've given you guys um, the concept of self-love, how to love yourself the Christ way, the God way, what toxic love looks look like so that you don't practice it, and how to start loving yourself the right way. Amen. So the last, the few points that I've called, called out there, reassurance, you know, journaling, God's affirmations, what God says about you, uh, learn to be honest with yourself, self-awareness, you know, mind your own business. This is how you cultivate healthy and godly self-love. Amen. And if I had one on top of it, your physical health. Don't ignore your physical health. Don't be all over the world for people. Your physical health is important. If you are not healthy physically, you can't really do well with, for other people. I can, I can sense in my heart here, maybe this applies to people who are here, many people are walking in hate and hunger, with people because they are, they were, they've given unreasonably. They've neglected their own health and their own life. And they could see other people doing well but they are not doing well because they neglected their own life. They didn't give with wisdom. They didn't give to a reasonable, I mean, within reason. Amen. But I see God healing us this morning, helping us to come out of this thing and to walk in the reality of know how to love yourself um the god way so putting all of this together love your neighbor as yourself you that we we understand the kind of love and we know that human beings have no human being has the capacity to love um to love other human beings with 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 human ability we talked we we talked about the fact that god has given us i come to romans five giving us the um giving us the capacity to love in terms, of, in terms of giving us a new nature that is full of love, his own nature. And then we're looking at, and we don't look at boundaries. You don't just you know, mix with any people around. And here we're looking at yourself because it's the foundation starting point. It starts with you. Amen. And I've tried, I think I've done a good job trying to show you how to love yourself the God way and how to avoid toxic relationships and toxic attitude and behaviours because they will ruin you. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads of prayers. Father, we thank you for this morning.